Stay the way, stay the way, no matter what life brings, you've got to stay the way. Good glorious morning. Hey, thanks for joining me today. The 29th of April. We're wrapping up the month, and that means we'd be in Proverbs chapter 29, simply matching up the day of the month with the chapter in Proverbs, and that way we have a battle plan. Now today there are 27 verses. It will not take long. I'm going to read through in entirety for the purpose of clarity. You see, if you pick and choose a verse, let me grab one here. Verse 5 says, A man that flattereth his neighbor spreadeth a net for his feet. Right, sometimes these bits of wisdom, they stand alone. They stand all on their own. But most often, as in in the Bible, these go together. Like there's some established thought that comes before and after the verse, and it helps explain. We actually find out that the Bible is the best commentary on the Bible, and reading it from its context, from Genesis to Revelation, gives you the best picture. In fact, if you read through Revelation alone, I believe in the King James Version, you will find 811 references to the Old Testament from the book of Revelation, one of 66 books. And so, in its entirety is so important, right? You wouldn't just pull out one letter of six, of a a love letter, and expect to understand the context of the letter. So, here we're taking the chapter of the day in its entirety and asking the Lord to bless our time together. And that's simply praying, which is just talking to God and asking Him to guide us through the day. So, Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for the glorious truth that it brings. I thank you that we have opportunity to spend great pleasure in prayer before and after this. Lord, that this isn't a moment in prayer. It's just me recognizing you leading. And I'd ask you to lead us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 1, chapter 29. He that being often reproved hardeneth his neck shall suddenly be destroyed and not without remedy. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked bear rule, the people mourn. Whoso loveth wisdom rejoiceth his father, but he that keepeth company of harlots spendeth his substance. Are you wasting your money? By the king, judgments established, they establisheth the land, but he that receiveth gifts overthroweth it. So bribes, right? Verse 5, what we said before, a man that flattereth his neighbor spreadeth a net for his feet. So if we were taking this in context, let's read the next verse. In the transgression of an evil man, there is a snare, but in the righteous, that doth sing and rejoice. So, the king, by judgment, establishes the land. That's what a righteous man does. And he sings and rejoices. We know that from verse 6. Now, the contrast, but he that receiveth gifts, if you take on a bribe, you're overthrown. A man that flatters his neighbor, which is is kind of like words of bribery, is throwing this snare. He's spreading a net for his feet, right? Going to cause you to stumble. And then in verse 6, we're told that the evil man 
in the transgression of an evil man, there's a snare. So you're setting a snare for the feet. And this context is so key in all of the Bible. It gives you a deeper understanding, and I pray you're seeing that now. The righteous considereth the cause of the poor, but the wicked regardeth not to know it. Scornful men bring a city into a snare, but wise men turn away wrath. If a wise man contendeth with a foolish man, whether he rage or laugh, there is no rest. The bloodthirsty hate the upright, but the just seeketh soul. A just man looks after the soul for all people. What does that look like? Well, um, you may know people that claim to be Christians, but they don't really look, they don't really have a walk that makes you confident that they are Christians. What do I mean by that? Well, I grew up in a little town where everybody would proclaim to be a Christian, at least everybody I knew. However, uh, we, we, including myself, would do what we wanted. You would, my, my pastor will often say, sow your royal oats all week and then come on Sunday and, and repent and ask for forgiveness. So if, if you're living that life of lustfulness of, well, if we look at the commandments, right? Do you love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength? And, and you'd have to say no. Like your focus was football all through the week. Your focus was fishing. Your focus was really anything but the Lord. Save for Sunday. And then, you know, maybe that turned into video games or drinking or sex or, you know, you, you name your thing. Whatever pulls your time away. Those are things to be aware of. Not to have wasted the time. So my considering the cause of the poor? Well, the poor are those who don't know Jesus as Savior and Lord. And the wicked, we regard, you know, if you're being wicked, you'd regard not to know. You don't care, is a better way to say it. Scornful men bring a city into snare, but wise men turn away wrath. If a wise man contendeth with a foolish man, whether he rage or laugh, there is no rest. The bloodthirsty hate the upright, but the just seek his soul. A fool uttereth all his mind, but a wise man keepeth it till afterward. If a ruler hearken to lies, all his servants are wicked. Pretty simple. A bad ruler has bad people, surrounds himself with bad people. The poor and the deceitful man can meet together, and the Lord delighteth both their eyes. He lighteneth. He gives light to both of them. The king that faithfully judge the poor, his throne shall be established forever. A rod of reproof give wisdom, but a child left unto himself bringeth his mama shame. When the wicked are multiplied, transgressors, transgressions increase, but the righteous shall see their fall. You want to be in that righteous place before the Lord. And so, Lord, please help us, help me to stand in that righteous place with you. But only your love and forgiveness can, can comfort me in that. Verse 17, Correct thy son, and he shall give thee rest. Yea, he shall delight unto thy soul. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law 
Happy is he. A servant will not be corrected by mere words. I, I got a flashback to verse 18. This verse about vision, I believe, you can take me to task on this, which just means if you find some contrary thing, send me an email or a message. Where no vision is, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. So we are told that the vision is important. And I believe that God will give everyone, his own family, a vision for life. Because I've seen that, I've witnessed that in believers, that is, people who have accepted Jesus as Savior and Lord. I've seen all of them who seek him and ask for a vision that he gives them a vision. What is that? Well, a vision is like an outlook on the future. It's a it's a plan, to say the least. What is your plan for maybe for coronavirus, maybe for your family? You know, maybe it's your long-term plan for your family. How do you save money? What do you use money on? What are you preparing for? Um, are, you know, are you buying a house in the future? What's your vision? And how does the Lord shape it? Those things, they keep people together. But without them, it says the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Well, it is comforting to walk with Jesus. It is comforting to know I've received this direction from him, and I'm going to keep walking with it until he changes that direction. Verse 19, a servant will not be corrected by words, for though he understand it, he will not answer. See thou a man that is hasty in his words, there is more hope for a fool than of him. He that delicately bringeth up a servant from a child shall have him become his son at length. Now it's interesting, delicately bringing up his servant from a child, that, that could apply to anything. That could apply to your children. It could be uh, applying to, I suppose, uh, if you're watching someone else's kids, if you're teaching someone else's kids, maybe you're a homeschooler and you're helping other parents teach their kids. But if you do it well, if you train them well, you shall have him become your son at length, like a member of family. And I've seen that. Maybe you've seen that. An angry man stirreth up strifes, and a furious man aboundeth in transgressions. That's what fury does. A man's pride shall bring him low, but honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. Whoso is a partner with a thief hateth his own soul, and he heareth cursings and brayeth it not. The fear of the man bringeth his snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Many seek the ruler's favor, but every man's judgment cometh from the Lord. An unjust man is an abomination to the just, and he that is upright in the way is an abomination to the wicked. So if you're doing well, you're serving the Lord well, you are disgusting, reproachable, reprehensible to the evil, which is weird, right? Because you're like, I'm doing the right thing, but... Everybody hates me. Well, think of Jesus and Judas and everyone who around him crucified him. 
He was perfect. He did nothing wrong. He loved us to death, literally. And what do we do? We beat him, scourged him, put nails through his hands and feet, hung on a cross, and he bore all of the shame. It's, it's just a lot to think about. But he that is upright in the way and is abomination to the wicked. So the unjust man is an abomination to the just. Well, you don't rejoice. You don't, you're not excited in those who are doing terrible things like a, a murderer, right? So we, we need to choose. Jesus actually said that. You, you're either for me or against me. You're either in the light or you're in the dark. Hey, I'm choosing the light today. I hope you do too. God bless you. You've got to stay the way.